6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. It's been uh, another day of some protests, protests on Parliament Hill. It comes as MPs went back to work and the Prime Minister tested positive for COVID. The PM also saying, no, hey, I'm not going to meet with those protesters. Ottawa police saying the protest, uh, by the way, is costing taxpayers more than $800,000 a day for the massive enforcement effort. And while they say several criminal investigations are underway in relation to the desecration of the National War Memorial, the Terry Fox statue and threatening... Uh, intimidating behavior to police and city workers and other people, as well as some damage to city vehicles. No charges have been laid. Our first guest this afternoon kicking off the show is a freelance investigative journalist, author and podcaster who has been covering the protest. Justin Ling, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me on. All right. So uh, you were in Ottawa over the weekend. Tell me what you saw, what it felt like. You know, what did you hear from the people that you talked to? Yeah, so let's start with the good. I mean, you noted that there was no arrests made thus far, I have to say, of all the protests I've covered over the years. This one was uh, definitely one of the more, at least thus far, a jovial, friendly, celebratory uh, protests I've seen in quite some time. Um, there was no serious conflict with the cops, at least not thus far, no no. No major acts of vandalism or whatnot. And uh, I was just listening to your interview prior to me. Uh, you, the woman who was at the, the rally is quite right. Uh, the, the prevalence of hate symbols like the swastika were relatively uncommon. You could probably walk through for a while and, and not see a Nazi flag or not see a swastika drawn on anything. That's the good. You know, generally speaking, people have been relatively well-behaved. But here's the thing. You wander through that crowd, and it is the most anti-vaccine people you're, you're liable to, to find anywhere, right? There are signs there saying that the COVID-19 vaccines are equal to genocide. There are signs there saying that Pfizer orchestrated COVID-19 in order to juice up its profits. There are signs in there saying George Soros and the World Economic Forum control Trudeau, who's locking us in our homes as part of a deep state plot. I can go on, but you get the idea. There are signs there, there were speakers there, there were attendees there who believe some truly outlandish and anti-scientific things about the nature of this pandemic, about the nature of these vaccines, and who really believe that the government of Canada is trying to lock us all into our own homes as part of some international conspiracy uh, to, to slide us into autocracy. So, you know, when you hear that and you see that, and I've seen the the pictures and I've seen the sweatshirts, I've seen, you name it, I mean, that pure blood sweatshirt that I, that I saw, uh, right? Like, so, you know, this started... This started as um, a, a protest, or that's what they, we were told. It was a protest against the trucker vaccine mandate. Is that truly what it was when it came down to it, uh, when all was said and done on Parliament Hill? No, and we know factually that's not why and how this started. Uh, I realize that's how it was portrayed, and I realize that's how uh, the organizers wanted it portrayed, because they're very sensitive to the media coverage they're receiving. But this protest was originally conceived by a guy named James Bowder. James Bowder runs a group called Canada Unity. He started it. It's him and his wife's operation. 
it has for quite some time peddled in junk science around science, around vaccines. James Dowder himself has identified with the QAnon conspiracy movement. He has written repeatedly that Justin Trudeau ought to be dragged out of office, arrested, and tried for treason. He has uh, spread misinformation about the pandemic, calling it a pandemic, a scamdemic, all that stuff. He's the guy who started this. He's the guy who came up with a convoy. You know how I know? Because he tried this convoy last year and it failed miserably. He has been rallying around a document that he says has the legal authority to abolish all vaccine requirements and that will, he, he has said, remove Justin Trudeau from office. All he says he needs is the signature from the Speaker of the Senate and the Governor General, which, of course, he's never going to get. But nevertheless, this document he has been organizing around is the centerpiece of the second convoy he planned, which, of course, is the convoy that just arrived in Ottawa this weekend. He walked into the uh, fortunate news story, for him anyway, about this the, this opposition to the trucker vaccine mandate. That is when he started getting popular support. That is when a ton of other organizers joined his movement. And that is where he's managed to convince thousands of people to to join him. But at its very core, this was not about the truckers. At its very core, this was about opposing all vaccine measures and really opposing the vaccines themselves. Where does this GoFundMe situation stand? What, and, and, and the people behind that, what's the latest on that? Yeah, so I think like any movement, especially one prevalent with conspiracy theorists, um, a lot of the organization has sort of fallen apart. I don't know where James Bowder is. I think he's largely disappeared since the uh, the group has arrived in Ottawa. Uh, instead, you've, saw, you've sort of seen two warring factions. On one side, there is an actual uh, trucker by the name of Pat King, who you may have seen in the news, who got in trouble because he has repeatedly uh, expressed white supremacist uh, beliefs, including the idea that there's a white genocide happening. He has said the only way to solve this problem with the vaccine mandates is with bullets. And he has led a significant contingent of truckers uh, and protesters this weekend and is quite popular. Uh, some 200,000 followers on Facebook and is being celebrated in the streets like a hero. He leads kind of one chunk of this movement. On the other side are the folks who are responsible for the GoFundMe who are trying desperately to get GoFundMe to release the $7 million they're holding up while they wait to see the outcome of this protest. They are trying desperately to project a more moderate, a more tolerant face. And, and to some degree, there's they're, they're rationale behind that is two people, Tamara Litch, who is a, a secretary for the Maverick Party, uh, and a guy named uh, B.J. Ditchner, who is a, a People's Party activist. Those two have been trying very hard to project a moderate face. Uh, both of them, they say, are, are vaccinated, which is great. Um, but also, they have uh, you know, some, I think, allegiances to, to more uh, conspiratorial movements as well. Uh, B.J. Ditchner produces a conspiracy podcast and has repeatedly said that the National Council of Canadian Muslims is presiding over and Islamification of Canada. So it's not as though they're total you know, centrists here. Uh, but suffice it to say, there is really no leader of this movement now. It's sort of fractured into some different camps and different uh, groups, and it's really hard to say who speaks for this whole group. So what happens now? We, we know the Prime Minister has said he has no interest and does not plan on meeting uh, with um, 
uh, any of the the convoy members and you know what leader would he meet with anyway i guess is the mm-hmm. is the big question but but how does this end we know that ottawa police just held a, a news conference a, a short time ago uh, there's been talk about wanting to start to clear you know part of downtown i mean there's a lot of folks who live in downtown ottawa in that area as well that have uh, had a really rough weekend how how does ottawa police uh, continue to handle this and 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 how do you see this ending yeah. So, I mean, auto police have a tough job. They've been doing, I think, fantastic work thus far, um, even though this has been wildly expensive uh, for them and I think a, a strain on their or on their personnel. Uh, but they've done a really good job of uh, you know, pushing some of the truckers off some main streets, opening up certain routes, making sure members of parliament can get to the House of Commons, uh, you know, making sure there, there's still ambulances they can get through, uh, making sure the protesters haven't totally taken over the city and liaising with the protesters to make sure there's no problems. So, Ottawa police deserve a ton of credit. Uh, Beyond that, you know, where does this end? Uh, these folks are saying they're here for weeks, if not months. These folks say they're staying here until all vaccine mandates are gone, and uh, some of them are saying emphatically they're not leaving until Justin Trudeau leaves office. Uh, both of those things are not going to happen, at least not at the behest of these protesters. Um, so I don't really know, to be honest. I mean, I tend to think we're going to start getting a gauge of how the public feels about these protests, perhaps when the protesters realize just how much of a minority they actually are. Uh, they may change their tune. I think a ton of people in this country are skeptical of, uh, if not outright hostile, uh, to uh, to the lockdowns, uh, to the vaccine mandates. But I still think they're going to look at this group of anti-vaxxers and say, well, you don't represent me either. So I think at a certain point, uh, this has to fizzle out. There's, a, there's only so long these, these trucks can idle for before they run out of diesel, um, and getting diesel into downtown is going to be difficult. Uh, so I don't know how long this goes on for. These protesters say they want to stay for months. I don't see how it goes on that long, uh, but at some point, uh, someone's got to give in. Justin Ling joining us this afternoon. We'll uh, we'll leave it there. Thanks for making time for us, Justin. Always appreciate uh, the conversation. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. You betcha. You can read Justin's work, uh, his latest article at uh, thedailybeast.com. His website is justinling.ca. You can follow him on Twitter as well. Has done a really great job on, on uh, you know, outlining what happened over the weekend while he was uh, in in Ottawa. We'll continue to watch. We'll keep you updated on what's happening in Ottawa a little bit later on. You'll hear from uh, the Prime Minister his comments. And again, you know, I'm not 100% sure that that came out wrong. Let me just rephrase that. I think uh, some of the comments that Justin Trudeau are making are, um, are adding some fuel to the fire. Uh, at this point, and and they have been over the past couple of weeks, but we will hear from the Prime Minister on the other side. We'll take a quick pause here on the other side. Uh, Minister Doug Schweitzer here in Alberta. We're watching very closely what's happening at the Coots border crossing.